Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Hey guys, do you want to last longer in bed, but you don't want to worry about lasting longer in bed or be thinking about it while you're in bed? <laughs> well, then you need to get yourself some promescent delay spray. Now, I know what some of you guys are thinking. I don't need delay spray. I don't have PE, but promescent delay spray is not just for guys with PE. It is for any guy who wants to last longer in bed without having to worry about it. And that's because their delay spray is not going to totally numb you out and it's not going to transfer it to your girl. And for your girl, they have a whole line of women's products. I'm never without their warming gel. They also have supplements that are going to make you both hornier called Vitaflux. They have everything you need for a really fun night of sex. So what are you waiting for? Go get yourself some Promescent products. Go to promescent.com slash strictly anon to get 15% off your whole order. So order up. That's promescent.com slash strictly anon. Go there now to get 15% off your whole order. They have a 60-day money-back guarantee. They have free shipping and your package is going to arrive discreetly. So just go to promescent.com slash strictly anon or just go to the description and click on the link. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram and Twitter, follow me at Strictly Anonymous. If you haven't followed the show on Instagram or Twitter, did I just say that? I just said that. <laughs> if you're on a podcast app, make sure to follow my show. Give me a five-star review if you love my show. If you're on YouTube, make sure to like and share my videos and subscribe. Subscribe to me on uh, YouTube. Uh, if you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because everybody remains anonymous on my show. I change your voice. I'll change your name. You could call me from a phony block number. All I want to hear is your true story. If you want to be on the show, go to strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Or send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Now, do not send me an email that says, I want to be on your show. Okay, I get a tons of emails from people. So if you want to be on the show, send me an email with the information of what you would be talking about on my show. Okay, give me that information in your first email or you will not hear back from me. Okay, send me that email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Now, if you just have a confession you want to give, you could call my confessions hotline. You could call that number 24-7. The number is 347-420-3579. It's 347-420-3579. You could call that number, like I said, 24-7. You have four minutes to leave a message. I change all the voices over there. All those confessions are aired on my Patreon. My Patreon is just $5 a month and you're going to hear all the naughty confessions that I got uh, on my phone and my confessions hotline up until this point. So there's over a hundred of them. 
You also see anonymous sexy pics of all the girls that called into my show. You also get Q&As. You also get all of my episodes early and ad-free. And you get access to my private Discord where people are getting X-rated, super naughty, hooking up with each other, showing all kinds of things over there. Okay, I don't get involved in my Discord, but it is a community of my listeners over there having effing fun. Now, you could only get to my Discord through going through my Patreon, but it's only $5 a month and you get all of that stuff, like I said, and you could cancel at any time. You could come back at any time. I don't really give a shit, okay? <laughs> I always want people, tons of people leave and then come back. It's totally cool with me. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Don't worry, everything that I just talked about will be in the description. So today I have on, oh, I also have merch. I created some merch, candles, stickers. What else do I have over there? A water bottle. I don't know. It's kind of cool. The merch link is in the description. <laughs> anyway, today I have on Betty, Lou, and Carl. Now, they're super interesting to me because if you listen to my show and you know about my kinks, they kind of have it. I like tease and denial. This is a couple who are into that as well, and they are in the lifestyle. They just got into it. They decided to live out some of their fantasies, and one of their biggest fantasies being exhibitionists. They play, they go to sex parties, they're out and about, they hook up with couples, they have been with solo guys too, but they never really do hard swaps, they do very soft things with other people, but they really get off on having sex in front of other people, and they have so many interesting stories about that and them living out that fantasy and it's interesting to me because and I think I said this on the episode that I think a lot of people maybe vanilla couples who don't want to cross a line and have their partner be with somebody else but maybe they're curious about going to sex party you're gonna maybe want to do what they did because that's where they're at they don't cross those lines they do like touching and stuff but what they really like is to have sex in front of other people, to have an audience, have people watching them. They talk about how they made that leap into going to swingers clubs and sex parties. And the, they could tell a lot of specific stories about what they do. They talk about other couples who they have played with. They're very into giving naughty massages to other couples and watching each other massage another person and they they also talk about some sex tapes that they made with another couple and all kinds of things it's super interesting because it's very unique in that they never really have hard swap but you're done you're definitely gonna think that what they do is like super hot and naughty and and they've done a lot even though they haven't done the full swap they have done a lot and they talk about it all and it's super interesting they send me pics i have their hot pics over on my patreon they're going to be on my discord talking to people so make sure to sign up there all the links are in the description their links are going to be in the description description as well but anyway i'm going to be right back on with betty lou and carl this is the strictly anonymous podcast Hi, Betty, Lou, and Carl. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you guys? Doing good. How are you today? Yeah, wonderful. So listen, I have the both of you on. You're a couple. You were both vanilla before you met each other. You're married, I'm assuming. And I don't know if it's recently or a while ago. You guys got into the lifestyle and you've done a lot of different things, correct? I mean, do you call yourself swingers? I mean, what would be the, the one sentence uh, summary of you guys that you would give? Well, we started about a little over a year ago, and I guess I don't know that I would use the term swinger, but I know most people would because we're true exhibitionists, like somewhat swingers. Like we don't. Well, I should say we haven't. Never say never. We've not swapped. We've shared experiences and whatnot, but we've not swapped. So you Absolutely. really like to bang in front of other people. Like that's your guys thing. Absolutely. Oh, I like this angle. I don't feel like I've ever had a couple that were so specific to that. Listen, I definitely have other couples that will say that's a part of it, right? They go to a swingers club and they just like to fuck and have people watch them. But that's really your guys kink. So why don't we get some backstory? I know that you said that there was something behind your names, Betty Lou and Carl. These are fake names. Is, that, is there an interesting story behind your, behind your <laughs> fake names? So Betty Lou, I inherited that name because I the song that says Betty Lou's got a new pair of shoes. 
And I like to prostitute myself to my husband to get things that I don't want to pay for. So you like, you're like that girl that's like, oh, someone compliments your bag and you're like, yeah, I had to blow him for it. Like that kind of a thing. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Two dick fucks and a fuck. That's what it was. (laughs) Oh my God. God, That's hilarious. Wait, so how long have you guys been married? We've been married almost 13 years. Okay. And now how was your sex life the whole time? And then how did it come about that you guys decided to open up? Well, our sex life has always been absolutely amazing. From day one, we've been very experimental with each other. For me, I came in with very little experience. I didn't have a lot of partners. Well, neither of us have had a lot of partners. But it was just something like for the first time ever to have somebody I was comfortable talking about sex, anything with. And so from that point on, we've kind of just, anytime one of us has been interested in something, we talk about it. I had never experienced that myself, like somebody that actually wanted to listen to what I wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My sexual experiences have 100% other than being with my husband, my sexual experiences were, I don't want to say they were awful. They just, it didn't make me want to come back for more, if that means anything like it just wasn't like mind-blowing but he got you do you turned her on to a lot of different things carl i mean i'd bring stuff up she would bring stuff up that she wanted to that she wanted to try role play whatnot and kind of piggybacking off of that like what, what she said we didn't even meet each other for the first 30 days or so our date was totally backwards and we were able to talk about everything and anything. And sex a lot of time came up in the talks that we had before we even met each other. And one of the things she told me is that she had never gotten off by being eaten out. Oh my goodness. And for me, I'd I'd heard that a few I'd heard that a few times before. I was like, yeah, challenge accepted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to tell my girlfriend, if you really want a guy to go down on you for like three hours, just tell them that you can't come from it and then they'll just do it forever. <laughs> just lie. <laughs> because Is the guy loves nothing more than a fucking challenge. <laughs> challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah, he'll go down on you for three hours. I think it's like the best. I mean, listen, she obviously wasn't lying, but you should. But I think girls should lie. <laughs> I know, right? Because look at how Carl was. He was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to fucking go down on you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I was. I was like, I can't wait because I've heard that before and I've always been successful. Yeah, every guy wants to be the first, no matter what it is. But wait a second. So you guys like role play and stuff. This is the, does the whole exhibitionist thing come into play when you guys are like role playing way before you start actually doing it? I would say yes, because he's very much one that I'm like, he's always 10 feet behind me. He likes to show me off. I, I dress up and I wear my heels. Of course, I'm six one, so I put heels on and I'm like six five, and so people look anyway. And he loves me to get dressed up and, like I said, he's always ten feet behind me, like watching people check me out. And he's always been very comfortable. Like he, he's not intimidated by other men or jealous, because I think a lot of guys are jealous of if the girl gets right. attention. Right, oh but God, you were turned on by your car. Such a turn on. I mean. If, if we, we used to, we'd love going to the strip club and well, strip club, you can dress whatever way you want and go in. So it allowed her to express herself and dress sexy. And, and I, that's, I would let her go in and I'd walk behind her and watch all the guys looking at her. And I mean, that's a turn on. I mean, that makes me want to jump her bones right there. I mean. And so, yeah, that kind of followed through into all the lifestyle stuff that we do. So how did you get into the lifestyle and turn this like kind of fantasy talk or these things that you guys like, which is exhibitionist stuff? I I, I have to say, like the lifestyle found us like neither of us had ever talked about the lifestyle. Quite frankly, I had no idea what it was all about other than the stereotypical like people swap and fuck each other. That's pretty much. I thought about it. Mm -hmm. We camp quite a bit. We have a shit ton of kids. We have eight kids. And so in the summer times when we would take our trips with the children, people would 
always call us out and be like, are y'all swingers? And we never knew why people would ask us that. I mean, we we're very open. So one day, again, we're just kind of hanging out, talking with each other. And we're like, what the fuck is this swingers shit all about? Let's let's go do something. Let's see what it's all about. And we start researching and we found a few podcasts, yours being one of them. That we've listened to frequently. Yeah. <laughs> Had a lot of good advice. <laughs> yes. And that's kind of where our journey started into the swinger world. I mean, prior to that, like our exhibitionist side started with a friend of mine brought his brother over. And his brother brought his girlfriend who happened to be on OnlyFans and was doing foot stuff on OnlyFans. And that got us two talking. It was COVID time. We're like, well, that could be fun. So we started an OnlyFans and a Reddit. And initially, we're just doing foot stuff, and that was it. That initially turned very quickly into much more. <laughs> what did it turn into? What more did you do? I, could, I couldn't believe other guys would pay her to get me off. What do you mean? Jerk you off or blow you or fuck you off? I mean, what do you mean get you off? It started out with foot jobs. And girl, oh. I had no idea what the fuck a foot job was at this point. Yeah. I had no idea. People are asking me for shit. Will you do this? Will you? And I'm like, a foot job. Like, how do you even do this? And the shit's not easy, but it's fun once you learn. <laughs> Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool, too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline, 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. And you were able to come from those foot jobs? She did a good foot job? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely gives a good foot job. <laughs> absolutely. And I never realized that I, I like her feet. And I can, I guess, I don't know, that kind of gave me a little bit of a fetish, of foot fetish with her. I mean, I've always been one. It doesn't matter. I mean, I will lick any part of her body, suck any part of her body. It doesn't matter to me. So guys would ask for that. But then it kind of turned into that it was a turn on because other guys are commenting on how hot her legs are her feet are and then they want me to lick them suck them her give me a foot job so that became a turn on right and is a part of that turn on the people watching and getting those videos oh, absolutely yes like i said earlier the more people watching the better me personally i prefer i don't mind being online but it's not quite the same as when you have people in person talking to you. Like, so while you're fucking, you're interacting with other people and we very much, if anybody wants to see anything, we'll do whatever people ask us to do. Right. Like even going to the club, we like to go to the club and, and go down to the group room and, um, have people tell us kind of what to do. Like, right have people tell us what it is they want to see or certain positions or blow jobs or foot jobs or whatever it is people want to see. Well, let's not jump there because we're now you're just like, let's like kind of take it chronologically. I mean, there had to be conversations going into all these things and stuff because you go from doing OnlyFans, which is just like taking pictures or videos and sharing it to now you're saying like you're going to sex clubs. I mean, what's that transition like and what did you think you were going to do going into that first experience at a swingers club and what happens well our first delve into any of it was through FetLife it started to it was last year and we started looking at different websites and whatnot and we had a few friends that had been on FetLife and we made a profile and 
of course, well, it was a, a FetLife profile for uh, Betty Lou. And she was then invited to a Fet house party. Oh, okay. So you go to your first like sex party, but it's a house, it's a house party. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was, it had to be about the wildest experience. We get this notification uh, a few days beforehand telling us where it is or where we had to meet. <laughs> you get a dark parking lot and you park your car and then a van comes and picks you up. Oh my God. I, I feel mean, like you went to the same party that Erica went to. Was it a white van? I was like, oh my God. Yeah, what? Well, it was crazy as fuck. I will say that. I was like, I'm doing everything I tell my kids not to fucking well, do. Well, that's what she said too. Wait, did you go to a house that was like the Disneyland of sex inside set up? The house we went to, well, it's about 10 miles from the parking lot. Okay. And we had a crazy driver that was getting us there. I didn't even think we were going to make it there. Mm-hmm. Once we get to the party, we walk in and there's a whole ton of people. And of course, this is our first party ever. Yeah. Everybody was super nice. They were all dressed up in themes. And I, I, I mean, it was definitely very overwhelming the first time. The shit we saw was like, I had no idea people came and did the shit in public. No idea. Well, what explain to me what was going down there that you guys saw? I so this particular house is set up like when you come in on the first level, it's pretty vanilla. You have to keep your clothes on, but in the basement they have a dungeon, and then upstairs they have playrooms. We walk downstairs and just to see what's going on and. Like, over to the left, there's two girls and a guy fucking, and then they've got somebody up on the cross, and somebody was on a spanking bench. There was just, I mean, it was going on everywhere, and it it was... This girl on the Sibian in the corner, she's moaning. <laughs> I mean... They got beds set up from one end of the basement to the other on the opposite side of the spanking bench and the and the cross. I mean, it was... For the first time experience, it was definitely, what did we get ourselves into? <laughs> of course, going in, we were thinking that like people are just going to rush up to you and start touching you. And... We had no idea what to expect. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I could imagine. I wouldn't know. I mean, listen, I've been doing my show. I talk to people, so I kind of have a clue. But you still don't know until you actually do go. And so what did you find that right. while you're there, nobody really approached you? It was more like you could just sit back and watch? Yeah, I. Well, we're both smokers, so. We would go outside and smoke and meet people that were outside smoking. And, but yes, I, my initial thought, I, I probably was thinking, are these people going to fucking come on to me or what am I getting myself into? (laughs) But I mean, it turned out everybody was super friendly and any questions we had, right. Any questions we had were answered. Like, I, since we've started this whole journey, I will prefer to go to a lifestyle club or a house party versus going just to a vanilla bar. I have found that the the people within bars are much more disrespectful and just, you can go into these places where everybody's walking around naked and people are consensual and yeah, interesting. Cool yeah, interesting statement, right? You think about it, you you would think it's the opposite, right? But you're going right, to more likely to be fucking grabbed or raped at a regular bar than at the right, sex party. It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the creeps hanging out at the real bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All the people that are getting what they fucking want. They don't, they don't have to be creeps. They're just living their best life at the sex party. What was going on right. upstairs? Well, they just haven't found the sex party yet. They yeah, wouldn't yeah. have to be a creep. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe they didn't want to get in the white van that's a little scary if you ask me. <laughs> no, it was. It was. The, when that happened, I looked at I looked at my husband and I'm like, what the fuck are we getting ourselves into? <laughs> like, where in the hell are they taking us? They're taking us away from our vehicle. Ten miles, like, no debt. No, yeah, no and less. it wasn't even a short ride. It, it was a pretty long ride in fucking backwoods. <laughs> but wait, what was going on upstairs? Did you go upstairs? When yes, we, uh, it was upstairs. Yeah, that was upstairs. That's where all the playrooms were. And one of the things we talked about when we went in was what we'd really like to do is have sex with each other in a room just next to another couple. Right. So that night, 
that wound we went downstairs we hung out and watched everything that was happening down there people getting spanked and flogged and and then we went upstairs and fucked yeah and then we went upstairs and we were both pretty hot and hot hot and and ready to go at that point and we picked a room and then another couple came in and they started getting down on the bed right next to us and we both were we both looked at each other like hey this is one of the things we wanted to happen and it's happening oh my god yeah right. first time it's de- it's definitely an overwhelming feeling but freeing like i don't i don't know it, it well obviously we're still doing things so we love it <laughs> so walk me through what happened that first time though so you guys wind up having sex in front of that other couple Yes, and we actually learned quite a bit the first time, too, because, well, she was going down on me, and she can tell when I'm ready to come. Mm-hmm. And she pops her head up, and she goes, no, no, no. And yeah. no sooner does she do that than the monitor pops in, and he's, everything okay in here? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that word. You can't say that at a yeah, swingers party. Yeah, say no. No is not a good word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. And we kept going and she got me off and we went back downstairs and played a little downstairs. Um, but did you have actual sex up there or just, you just went down on him. You did have sex in front of that other couple while they were fucking as well. Yes. As people were standing in the doorway, like climbing through the doorway, watching. And like I said, it was a little intimidating, but I found that the more people entered, the more, comfortable I was interesting and that must have been surprising to you right because you really probably didn't know how you would react absolutely because I up until a few years ago was probably one of the most self-conscious worried about what I look like and and when I've since I'm in my mid-40s and I'm kind of getting to the point like why do I give a shit what other people think no, and it helps. Listen, I've I've heard that before that it can be very freeing to to have those kinds of experiences and be whether it's naked or having sex, you know, out in public and and get to that point where you have gone where you feel more confident about yourself as opposed to less. Oh, absolutely. That's one of the things if I could tell every woman free yourself. I mean, if you only experience it one time in life, you're con- well, I shouldn't say you're like my confidence once we've got into all of this has gone through the roof. I mean, it's been, it's been a interesting, oddly interesting journey, but it's been fun. Yeah. You've had a lot of specific experiences. So that time you were turned on too. I mean, besides like feeling comfortable, right? All those people watching you, you guys also realize you definitely have that exhibitionist thing where you like to be watched or have people watching you. Yes. Yes. And that party, we actually met our first Dom. Yeah, Dom, male friend that we played with a few times. Now, l- let me ask you guys this because it, I know that you went there with the hopes of having sex in front of another couple, and that's what seems like was on the table. Now, do you guys ever have discussions about playing with other people, or was it always like you're going to meet other people just for them to watch? I we have discussions and we have very specific ideas of things that we think would be hot as fuck and <laughs> so what was like the the dom fantasy well we met him there at the party the first night and Betty Lou had after watching people get flogged she thought that she might like that yes on any impact play ever so we had talked with this gentleman back and forth through FetLife and I wound up getting his phone number and he was going to be at the next party and had agreed to show me how to flog her mm-hmm. uh, that we had ever done with each other. I mean, very light spanking and that kind of thing. But I wanted to learn because it's something that she wanted to do and I didn't want to do anything that I was going to hurt her. She's had quite a few surgeries and has some medical issues, so I don't want to make any of that worse. 
so I enlisted this guy and he was nice enough to kind of show me the ropes and uh, help me out with, with flogging her for the first time. And you guys did, did you guys do that at a party or did you invite him back to your place? Like, where does that flogging tutorial go down? It was at a party and it was the second party we'd ever been to. And he was, it was, yeah, it was a tutorial. Like he would show me how to do it and then I would do it and he would, uh, you know, they would kind of mirror each other. Right. And then it got into, we started talking to him more often and we would go to his home on the weekend and have dinner, hang out, do impact scenes and. Oftentimes it would be, he would have other couples over. I mean, our first actual experience with him outside of the party was a sensual massage that we, between him and I, we gave Aaron and that was super hot. Now, is there any kind of a play with him going down? He was more than a gentleman, I have to say. He was very respectful and you could tell he wanted to do things, but it, the most he did was like touch my boobs or lick my nipples or play with my clit or things like that. It never went any further. You've had many other experiences for sure. Why don't you t tell me other ones that you've had? We're already in the place where you guys are involved in the lifestyle, right? You're going to sex parties. You're living out your fantasies. What other kinds of things have you guys tried? Well, I guess it was January last year. We met some friends who are still friends of ours now, and, and they kind of run a group. And we actually met them in Walmart through a mutual friend. A regular vanilla friend or a mutual lifestyle yeah, a regular, friend? A, a regular, regular vanilla. I believe vanilla friend. An older lady. Let's just say it that way. How old? I'd say she's in her mid-60s, mid maybe. Okay, so how do you find out that she's, like, in the lifestyle or something? Like, how do you meet her? Well, no, she, she's the vanilla one that introduced us to this other couple. And she introduced them as these are my naughty friends. And of course, Carl and I looked at each other like naughty friends. They're the kind of people we want to meet. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You know, after we left Walmart, they got in touch with us and we've been hanging out ever since going, we've done hotel takeovers with them. We go to the, the club with them. Um, usually when we go to the club, we'll get a hotel room and they'll stay with us. We'll stay with them. Again, another very respectful couple. I mean, we've been more than blessed in all of this that people haven't pushed our, our boundaries. We've been very lucky. But what do you do with them? I mean, do you guys have sex in front of each other or are you just friends? To be, we have sex in front of them or in front of each other, I should say. We do massages with them. We definitely enjoy giving like couples massages, mm -hmm. especially when her and I can both be the ones that are rubbing on the other couple. So I take the female, she takes the male. I think it's so hot when she's rubbing on a dude and she rubs her titties all over him or she's grinding on his leg. I think it's hot as hell. You guys have um, very specific kinks that I haven't heard of before. It's not like you guys do any kind of hard swaths or anything, but you do these other things that are very naughty, but they're kind right. of safe, but they're still very naughty. And I think people are going to love it. It's, I haven't heard of a couple that's like very into doing massages and watching each other massage the other person, right? That's what's going down. Yes. Yes. I, I mean, I like watching him on another woman. Again, this is one of those things we talk about often is like, where, where is this lifestyle going to lead us? We often talk about, because we are having fun, like, that's always my motto. If you're not having fun, why do it? But like, we're also very understanding of the, the things that could happen. Um, and cautious about them. That's why you haven't really crossed certain lines yet. Right. Mm -hmm. And Again, with that being said, it's like, well, if you just go all in, then what the hell else do you have left to do other than fuck? Right, right. So, and I for mean, me, for me personally, foreplay is where it's at. The the touching and the, the, the licking and the rubbing and all that. I mean, I enjoy fucking, don't get me wrong. But a lot of people don't 
necessarily want to take that time. What we've noticed is a lot of people are down to fuck. I mean, that's that's where it's at. And again, hey, so be it. We like watching it. So Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we started off with our roles being like, no this, no that, no, it was no kissing. It was I mean, it was all kind of just roles or boundaries, whatever. Crazy. It was crazy. So we definitely We've definitely laxed on that. I mean, if she wants to kiss somebody, that's fine. And vice versa. It doesn't happen often. Right. But it does happen, has happened. Um, I'm very much a person. I'm just like, for the moment. I don't want to have to have all these grandiose plans. You know, that kind of fucks up the mood for me. I I like the more organic. Just if something's going to happen, let it happen. Now, when you guys are massaging, though, are you is your hand touching the that guy's cock? Is are you rubbing that woman's pussy? I mean, does that kind of stuff go down? No, it hasn't as of well. It's more like grazing than anything. Yeah, it's not doing a a massage on the yoni massage. It's not a happy ending massage. <laughs> right? Yeah, no happy ending. But I would assume that people are getting very hot and bothered by these massages. I mean, what typically happens after the massage? Because no one's getting off. Do you guys then fuck? You know, in the same room or what? What goes down? Oh yeah, no, it gets pretty hot and heavy. Yeah, it'll get hot and heavy after. I mean, one of the nights, and it was super freaking hot for me. <laughs> So, I mean, I can surely tell this story. So, we we gone to the club, and of course, we get hot bothered in the club. We've been in the exhibitionist room with this couple, and people are watching us, and they have a spinning bed in the exhibitionist room in the club. So, people are walking in, and they're spinning the bed around on us. I was I was down licking while I'm being spun around in circles. <laughs> so, fortunately, I could kind of close my eyes and not get sick. <laughs> So we had done that at the club and and we'd all talked and it was like, all right, well, we're going to go back to the hotel room and we'll do massages. So we get the coconut oil out. So we're massaging and I'm massaging the other the other woman and Betty Lou and I were we're playing off each other. She'll start massaging the back and I'll massage the back and then she'll get down to the butt and I'll massage the butt and then she'll get her her pussy down on the guy's leg and she'll start grinding a little bit and mm -hmm. i'll rub my dick on her on the other woman's leg so we kind of play off each other and and the whole time she's giving me these looks and her facial expressions are an absolute turn on for me and sure for other people too because she has some of the best facial expressions when and then she'll get down and Rubber titties right up the guy's butt and up his back and get up in his ear. And I'll do the same thing with the female. Well, we get through our massage and Betty Lou and I, we start kissing. The other couple starts kissing. Then the other guy, he's eating his wife out. I'm eating Betty Lou out. And the girls are kind of head to head. And they're they're able to play with each other's titties and kind of some light stuff like that. Or he's reaching over, grabbing Aaron's titty while he's eat, eating out his wife. And I'm doing the same. And, you know, hands are pretty much going everywhere, which is super freaking hot. Well, we get to a point where he had flipped his wife over into doggy style. We had done missionary for a little while and had legs kind of going everywhere. And him and I are both holding each other's wives' legs and and kind of like pretzels going in. It was, <laughs> it was absolutely wonderful. It was a wonderful sight, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, he flips his wife over, starts doggy style. And I said, all right, well, I'll flip it. Betty Lou over and start doggy style. So we're doggy style both on the bed. But her head is right about at the other girl's hips and they're real close and he's going to town on her and betty lou kind of lifts her head up and when she lifts her head up her her lips are pursed but her mouth is open and she's just kind of moaning and i'm still going to town 
and he leans down and kisses her while I'm hitting her from behind. And I swear, I about, I probably could have blown her head off. I hit him so hard. Because that was a turn on to you. Oh my God, it was such a turn on. It was so hot. Yeah, I, and like I say, that's one of the experiences that really stands out in his head as to what was hot, and it was. I mean, it was it was amazing. But with that being said, like, we have not gotten ourselves into that particular position again. Why haven't you had that experience again? I think maybe because... We are not open to doing much more yet. And if they're not getting their needs met, well. Let, we'll go find the, the whole thing someplace else. You're kind of like teasing. You get that you're teasing. Like, you know, you're only going to a certain place. That's all you're willing to right, go. Right. Because a lot of people's dynamic is very different. And that they want to get down to business. They're a full swap couple. And they've been in the lifestyle for 17, 18 years. But they know that you guys aren't. Yeah. Oh, no. They're they're super, su they're great people. And they we still hang out with them to this day. It just hasn't gone that way anymore. They've done some really hot tapes for us. They're our cameraman quite often. <laughs> what do you mean? Tell me about that. What do you guys do? You have them film you guys? It, yeah. So, yeah, she, the, the woman of the couple has this super sexy, sultry voice. And she's done a tape for us we came back from the club one night and it was an anniversary yes it happened to be our anniversary actually our, our 12 year anniversary and uh, we had gone to the club and we came back to the hotel room and she was taping the two of us and her commentary was absolutely amazing it's got to be the best porn out there so wait she was dirty talking while you guys were having sex and filming it at the same time Yes. This is another unique story I'm hearing from you guys. You guys are very into edging. <laughs> you really, you kind of yeah. live on the fringe, but I could see why and how it could be hot. I think really that experience of just your wife kissing another guy was so fucking hot for you is because you guys don't go any further. That something really little is like such a fucking turn on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You say edging and. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, but so wait, so she's like there. I'm assuming this is just something that just wound up happening, right? This whole having sex and her taping you? Yeah. Yes. It definitely was just something that happened. She, I think she even brought it up. She's like, well, do you want me to film y'all? Mm -hmm. Was she like doing play-by-play? -play? What, what was this hot yes. thing that she was saying? She, she was doing play-by-play, -play, but like when he would go down on me and start licking, she would say things like... Tell me how yummy that pussy is. And it was just, her commentary was great. I don't know that I could have come up with all of that just off the fly. <laughs> and was she good. was just like throwing it out there. And like I said, to this day, it's got to be one of the best sex tapes we have. But <laughs> I could imagine. I think that that sounds hot. It's, I love taking video. And you kind of like that POV. Mm -hmm. up close and personal and a lot of times it's hard to get the pov angle and still keep up with the same motion and and pace and be paying attention to what's going on and stay turned on because you're not worried about where what where the fucking camera is so how great to have someone else doing it and that's why i actually prefer going to the club and putting on a show for people versus doing i mean like i said we do it online too but it, it's it's much harder to get those angles and things people want to see. I'd rather just do it in person. Meaning go to the club and not even film it, but just have sex in front of other people and have them watch it. Because that, that's enough for you guys. I mean, you love that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, I eat the, it up. The club we go to has a, what they call anything anywhere or a blackout. Mm -hmm. And on either of those nights anywhere in the club except where the bar is is fair game and that's where we like to to go she can she can go dance on the stripper pole dance in the cage come back and sit in one of the on one of the couches and we can go at it in front of everybody and it is so much fun and 
can we get we've gotten dubbed the we're the what do they call us the acrobats yes that's what we get a lot of I'm How, six foot, what the fuck are you doing well i'm six foot two she's six foot one she wears heels she's taller so we're both tall people we're both pretty flexible so some of the things that we can do as well i mean i can go into one of the positions we do this actually happened we were at a house one of the house parties we go to they do karaoke and it was first time we'd ever went and i love singing so we go to this party i'm singing karaoke i get up and sing i think i was singing stroke in clarence carter and next thing i never realized i sang or i sing a whole lot better when my dick is in her mouth <laughs> so there's 35 40 people watching us in this house party they got a bar set up with a stripper pole like the whole top floor of their house and i started singing stroking and she crawls on the floor from the stripper pole the whole like dirty dancing scene where she's uh-huh. like crawling across the floor <laughs> she's crawling across the floor to me and i'm thinking what in the hell is she gonna do i surely was not expecting a blowjob in front of everyone it's first time we'd ever been to that party but that's definitely what i got so that was the first part of this well we wound up staying until pretty much everybody had left and the host couple had another couple there and they started playing with this other couple well we were like well hell with it i mean we'll play while we're here why not so betty lou and i we start kissing making out i'm licking her she's blowing me and that's all the the fun stuff we do in front of everybody well then we start fucking but we didn't have a there wasn't a couch or anywhere to really go all we had was a bar stool so she bends over the bar stool doggy style and i start tapping it from behind well this other the other four that were there and they're all engaged with each other and they're kind of peeking over at us watching us here and there and everything was great well i wind up putting my left foot over top of her right shoulder. So I'm balancing on one foot. Oh my God. And then I start going at it. And one of the guy and the other couple says, holy shit, y'all, you got, you got to stop. You have to watch this. Look at this. <laughs> How in the hell? Well, that's, that's become one of our staple moves along with others. Because people are very impressed by it. And I mean, it's fun to get in the different positions. And I mean, we, we do it at home when we're alone. Anyway, anyway, I often wonder if people realize that like what they see is just a sneak peek of what we do at home, right? You're not just putting on a show there. This is how you guys roll, but you like to right. go there this and do it in front of people. Roll often. Mm-hmm. Right. So I've had other women ask me about certain positions and how do you do this and i really wish that more women like could believe in themselves in what kind of positions are you talking about even just women for instance getting on top and riding somebody Mm -hmm. some of the women i've come across either they don't have the confidence to do it to get up and get on top of their man and and I guess in all their glory showing everybody. But I mean. You called it. One of the podcasts I'd list that we had listened to. I can't remember. We call it Frogger. But I'm laying on my back. And like I get up on my feet. In the catcher's position. Like baseball position. And she can either go up and down or front to back side to side, side, like, side in that position that's almost a guarantee to get me anytime she does it but there's we were in one position at a friend's house and and betty lou was trying to explain to a woman like how she to me. she's like how do you do that <laughs> and i and i told her like one it's a lot of practice we practice a lot with like i said in the beginning we've been very experimental with one another we practice this shit often and so she was asking me about about that p- position in particular, Frogger. Like, how do you get up there and stay in that position for any amount of time? And I try to tell him all the time, do it for one minute. If you can do it for one minute, just do it for one minute. 
and then tomorrow night do it for two minutes build up your stamina but they she gave up on herself really fucking quick real fucking quick I mean, listen, being on top, if someone, your cervix is small and some guy's dick is too big, I don't know. I feel like it could hurt. You never know if that was what was going this on. This is true. You know what I mean? This is true. I don't have that problem anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so let me ask you this. Do you have, I mean, because listen, I, I, I think what you guys have set up is super hot. I'm into edging. I played a game once. It was called the halfway in game. And my friends were like, how the fuck could you play it? I mean, the guy was like dysfunctional and only put his dick in halfway. And he would just like sit there and he was like, I can't put it in all the way or else it means like we're dating. It was like a weird thing he was doing. But it was like super hot to me because even if he breathed a tiny bit and moved a tiny bit, it was so fucking hot. Kind of like what I said about what was going down with your husband when he just saw you kiss. Like the littlest things you do when you are like living in that world where you can't do that much and you have a lot of boundaries can be really super hot I get that I have dry humped as an adult many times and told people like trust me it's hotter than you think people will be like why are you like a grown woman why are you fucking dry humping I'm like try it sometime put those restrictions on there's something very hot about it like even being in the vanilla world yeah. if your man's sitting on a bar stool and you walk up to him and one leg is right in between your legs like grind on him a little bit Yeah, but what I was leading into with that is that it's, you know, normally I think I would ask a couple like you, if if you didn't go into so much depth of what you were doing, I would be like, well, when are you going to cross that line? What's next? Do you have those plans? But it sounds like what you have set up really works and is super hot and would really be super hot with any couple that's very into the whole edging kind of thing, tease and denial. I'm someone that's into that. So I could really understand you guys keeping it this way forever and never having to go do more when it being enough. Yep. We talk about like our fantasy is really meant to be acted out a hundred percent or do you leave that fantasy for your talk or just the fantasy. Yeah. I mean, you listen, you are though living out a lot of your fantasies. You have a lot of stuff going on. I mean, you're definitely crossing lines. You do rub up. You are touching other people. You're having sex with other people. There's, but yet there is still a little bit of that. You haven't crossed certain lines for sure. You haven't heart swapped. You haven't fucked other people. But I, I like to me, if you never do that, I still feel like you've added so much to your vanilla life by doing all of this stuff. Well, you- I often I hear a lot of people talk about the reclaiming. Yeah. And even for the things that we do, the reclaiming is absolutely amazing. Like we come home from a long night and... Our night doesn't end until six, seven o'clock in the morning, you know? And it's funny you'd say, you'd say edging because that's what we do the whole time we're at the club. And then it's like a two hour ride home. Yeah. And we have to go through a toll. Oh, oh my God, this is a funny story. So we have to go through a toll to get home. It's like a two hour ride. Well, I always tell her, I need you. I need some entertainment. To be able to stay awake. It's a long ride. I do. I give the entertainment. We have a bed that's set up in the back of our van. I don't drink. If she wants to drink, whatever, fine, (laughs) while we're there. So I drive home. So we have the bed set up and I'll do strip teases and give them blowjobs. But again, this fucking toll. I had no idea that they do not just take a picture of your license plate. Because a couple weeks ago, I opened the mail and there was a picture I'm in the front seat. He's driving. I've got one leg behind his head, one leg up on the dashboard. You oh, fucking naked. Oh, my God. And he's fingering me. And I get this fucking notice in the mail. And I'm like, thank God nobody else opened this. Somebody. No, I'm sorry. Someone has seen that picture besides you. I'm sorry. Someone. Oh, absolutely. There's been plenty of people. Oh, my God. That was so funny. Another picture comes in a week later, and there's like a dildo, the suction cup dildos. Yeah. I've got one right on the fucking dashboard, and I'm going to town, backed up to this thing, and there's a picture of my ass right up in the fucking window. But wait, are you blowing through tolls? Why are you getting these pictures in the mail? Are they saying, hey, stop fucking in your car? Or are they saying, hey, you didn't pay the toll? Here's a picture of you blowing through. Yeah, like, what? They're, they're, they're saying you got to pay the toll. Uh, uh, listen, I think they got your license plate number down. They know who the fuck you are and they're waiting for you and they're snapping pics every time. I mean, come on. Now they, <laughs> they have your fucking number. I can't believe you've been caught two times with all those things in the pictures. That's hilarious. 
Oh, no, when I opened those pictures up, oh I was absolutely like, what in the fuck? I just thought they took a picture of your license plate. Oh, my God. That is too fucking funny. Oh, I mean, the question, though, to for me is, do you guys now, when you get to that toll, take everything down, act present it, it's presentable, or do you not fucking care and still putting on a show even through the toll? <laughs> No, now we don't fucking care when we put on a show through the toll, but we just watch <laughs> our mail better. <laughs> oh, my God. I really wonder if somebody, like, came across that when they were putting it in the envelope and were like, whoa, look at this, sending it through the office. Yeah, well, then it makes me think of all the other pictures they get. We're not the only ones fucking. You, you probably are the only ones fucking in a van with a dildo on the thing. I don't think they've ever seen that. Cop. I mean, it's not that common. I Listen, I do think people blow people in cars and stuff, but I, I don't think they're like sticking dildos on and doing strip tease in the back of a van. I, do, I think you're a little bit out of the box. <laughs> I think you're definitely giving them a good show. <laughs> That's right. That's what it's all about. Give them a show. Yeah, obviously, you guys love the show. You're total exhibitionist. I love the story. I think it's, like, super interesting. I like what you guys have set up. I totally get uh, how it could be hot. I think you're going to inspire some couples because I feel like for the couple that maybe doesn't want to play with others or but they still maybe are curious about other things or they're exhibitionists or entities in denial, you might spark an interest like, oh, like, we should do what they do, you know? Right. Well, that was my thing, like getting into all of this is like, where do you fit in within the lifestyle? And I have, I quickly realized that it is all encompassing, like whatever it is that you like, whatever your desires, whatever, whatever it is that you want, like you can find it. Yeah. And you could do it. Exactly. And there's no judgment. There's no, everybody's just out to have a good time. It's the great part. We go to the clubs. We're both ones. We'll get up and dance. And I'm generally the one that's telling her, show your titties, show your titties, show your titties. <laughs> and, and yeah, I mean, the last club we went to, they actually had a room that uh, live streamed yeah. to the club. Really? So people could watch? So one of their playrooms had, if you were out on the dance floor, like in the lifestyle clubs, a lot of them show like pornography and stuff, like on the big TVs and the dance area and the bar and and this one just happens to have a, a like a viewing room so you can go in there and fuck and it's main live streamed onto the big TVs out in the dance area. And that was actually really fucking cool because people would come in and watch. So it it was fun. A lot from people that have watched us fuck is everybody talks about the connection that we have with each other. Right. And the way we're able to communicate without saying a word with, you know, grunts or just noises or uh, movement, body movements, it seems everyone, no matter where we are, someone always says something. I love the connection. I love y'all's vibe. We like being around you. We like being around you guys. Right. Um, I would like to be around us, too. <laughs> Well, why don't you give out all your information? I'm assuming you still have an OnlyFans. Do you guys have anything up now yes, for people? Yes, Fansly. Okay. We're exhibitionist, exhibitionist couple on Fansly. Send me the link and I'll put it in um, the description. You'll get a lot of people signing on. Let me ask you this real quick. When they go on to your Fansly, is that video that you talked about with that girl, like, you know, that woman talking in the background, do you share that kind of stuff or what's on your Fansly? We share... Pictures, videos, we don't have that one up. But you have videos and stuff? What do they get but on your we fans? We do have some videos. We actually just started the fans league. OnlyFans kicked us off in June, July. So we're just starting back in on fans league. We've had Pornhub for a few years now. Uh, that's Sexy Tall Red. Well, send me the links. Send me the links so they could go there and watch stuff. Now, I know you sent me in pictures. You guys will get free links to my Discord so you could get in for free. There's over 1,700 people on there now. There on my Discord, everyone else pays, but you'll get in for free because you're calling into my show. And you could promote stuff there. It's a great way to promote, right? Because I have a, a seventeen hundred people there, but you'll get a lot of people from my my show as well. But on Discord, you could post whatever you want on there. So you could post videos, you could post pictures, X-rated. I don't care. I don't get involved in the Discord. You'll get free access to that when your episode goes up. So I'll send you that and, link. Uh, 
can we post a link for our local? We have a, our local group has a New Year's Eve party coming up. Yeah, sure. Why don't, do you have a link tree where you have all your links in one place? I don't want to put 10 links up. But if you have like, why don't you create a link tree where you have all your links on it? You Can you do that? Yep, I'm sure I can figure it out. All right, awesome. Thanks so much for calling in. I love your story. It was like super specific and very unique in a way. And I thought it was super interesting. So thanks for calling in. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. Bye, you guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.